Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. The leader of Sinn Féin, Mary Lou MacDonald, joins us on the line now. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. Now, it's pretty busy, uh, the traffic coming in this morning in Limerick. Uh, what would you say to listeners, as someone who had COVID-19 yourself, who are, for whatever reason, not taking it seriously? I would appeal to them, Joe, to take it seriously. Um, I would share and understand many of people's frustrations at this stage. This public health emergency now has been with us for the best part of the year. And I know that people are under stress and strain, um, but the facts are that we now have a, a very, very high and dangerous level of transmission of this virus. Uh, to anyone out there who thinks that the virus is a hoax or some form of a flu that's harmless, uh, I would just say to them, that's not the case. I can attest to that from, from personal experience. But more importantly... We know that so many families right across the island have been bereaved. They've lost people uh, to this virus. There are, in some cases, older and people or people who had underlying conditions. But in other cases, very young lives have been lost too. Um, I would say to people that there is light at the end of the tunnel. There are now vaccines. Um, it is a matter now of... Uh, ensuring that we have an adequate supply and that we have the personnel um, and the system to administer those vaccines safely, safely and efficiently across our people. So this will not go on forever. But you see, for now, please stay at home, keep your distance, wash your hands, wear your mask, look after yourself um, and look after your family. And we've seen, Mary Lou, people getting the vaccine ahead of when they should. Should there be sanctions for those um, who give the vaccine to those who shouldn't be getting it at the moment? Well, look, uh, I, I think the, the, there is understandable concern and frustration. I mean, I'm listening to the story, for example, uh, this morning about what happened in the coom. And certainly I, like everyone else, would like to know the precise circumstances of what happened there because there shouldn't be a case of anybody jumping the queue in inverted commas. It's very important, obviously, that our frontline workers, health workers are vaccinated. It's important that our carers, uh, family home carers, who, Joe, bear in mind, carry uh, more than 50% of the caring uh, responsibilities and work in the, it, in the state, is actually done by home carers. It's important that they are looked after. I was listening to Marie and Anne, your previous the previous discussion about getting uh, children and children and young people with special and additional needs back to services, back to education. Obviously, they are very important uh, services and uh, vaccinating that group of people is, is very important. So the truth is that we need to get to everybody or, or as close to everybody as we can across the population. But you see where there is a, a, an order of priority. Well, then, of course, it has to be respected. Mm. Well, Minister Patrick O'Donnell has said to us in the last few minutes that he believes that uh, the Health Minister, Stephen Donnelly, needs to investigate what happened in the coom and deal with it. Yes, and, and he will have to do that, of course. We will have to have some account of, of what happened in the coom. <laughs> and this matter will have to be dealt with. But just bear in mind, 
that all of our hospitals, including, I know, University Hospital uh, Limerick, uh, are under the most enormous pressure at these times. I mean, every year in the flu season, as it's called, our hospital system is under pressure in any event. And uh, the hospital in Limerick regularly ranks as one of the highest in terms of the trolley count. But now with this, um, the COVID uh, virus, we have uh, an even more extreme set of uh, pressures for our staff. And my colleague, Mossy Quinlivan, I thought put it very well when he urged the uh, Minister for Health to get the finger out. And so he must and he should. So, yes, this matter in the coom needs to be investigated. But can I tell you, there are also uh, huge issues around resourcing and staffing uh, right across the hospital system in the here and now. I'm very disappointed that last summer, the breathing space that we created, all of us, the whole system by and every citizen by being disciplined and careful, we got the, the virus transmission level right, right down. And that was the moment to actually start the planning and putting up our buttresses and our defences for the second wave that was always going to come in the winter time. That didn't happen. And uh, the the government certainly has a case to answer that, including Minister Minister uh, Donnelly. But yes, on the matter of the coom, of course, he needs to go and investigate that. Right. Uh, we're talking to Mary Lou Macdonald, the leader of Sinn Fein, and you mentioned University Hospital Limerick, probably the most under pressure hospital in the country yes. right now. Will you, as the leader of Sinn Fein, be specifically putting pressure on the government about our difficulties here this week? I mean, for example, we don't have the private hospital capacity that even some other parts of the country have. Yes, no, I, I'm very well aware. I'm, I'm extremely <laughs> aware of that. Uh, I know that you're awaiting a 96-bed uh, unit. I, I know the capacity in Limerick has been an issue for a long time. And Joe, I have raised specifically the issue of UHL before on previous occasions with the Taoiseach, and I will do so uh, again. And the truth is now that um, the government, uh, the health minister, the HSE, need to pull out all of the stops to uh, to add to capacity in Limerick. And I know that the staff at the front line are under just the most immense, and I have to say unimaginable, pressure at the, these times. We are, as ever, indebted to them, uh, and we thank them, but thanking them and acknowledging them isn't enough. They need they need uh, capacity and they need it now. And just to reassure your listeners that uh, Sinn Féin, not just in terms of constituency or county representation, um, but at every level, is consistently engaging with the government and the system and pressing very hard on the issue of capacity, on the issue of beds, on the issue of ICU. Uh, and the, the right. truth is that the, the government has been asleep at the wheel and hasn't, didn't ramp up all of those uh, measures yeah. when they uh, had the opportunity, well, we, we, but, we, but they need to we get give, their act we together give now. The opportunity to politicians across uh, the uh, political spectrum to talk to us on this show, and uh, sure. sometimes government politicians wouldn't agree with your analysis. But let's. Oh, let, no, I, but, 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 but I want to move on. I, also, I want to move on to something important. Yeah, sure. uh, the government is bringing in legislation giving effect to the decision for a directly elected mayor in Limerick, the first election possibly October this year. Will yeah. Sinn Féin run a candidate? We will. Um, and uh, I understand that the, that election is due in October. Yes, we will run a candidate <coughs> and uh, we look forward to that uh, 
contest and to setting out a vision um, for Limerick, um, for Munster, um, and of course as part of our overall programme of change uh, for Ireland, island-wide. I think a directly elected mayor can be a very powerful position. Um, I think it can bring you know, real uh, coherence and unity for Limerick. Um, of course, it's a position that has to have the requisite power and budget and, and uh, so on. But, but above all else, the, the first citizen of Limerick needs to be fully in tune with and absolutely responsive to the people of Limerick, to the needs of uh, Limerick. And I, I suppose that's the, the great value of having a dir directly uh, elected mayor that uh, that office becomes uh, a rallying point, a unifying point, a point I hope that would, and a position that can drive real change okay. um, in uh, uh, in Limerick right. that, and, and, that and can if, actually have an effect. And, and when would you expect that. to identify and choose that candidate? Well, we've we've discussed obviously the the prospect of the the contest. I expect in the coming uh, weeks and months we'll we'll have the. The procedure, and we'll uh, select our our candidates. Um, obviously, we're mindful of the fact that we are currently in a, a public health emergency, um, and in some respects, it's it's difficult to even conceive of an election contest at a time when you know businesses are still shut. At a time when so many people have haven't seen you know a day's work uh, in almost a year for for many people and when there's such a level of stress and strain right across right. society. So um, we, we'll have we'll okay. make the preparations, and Joe, and, and in, I dearly hope that come October we'll be in a position, society will be in a position to have an okay. open election in the normal conventional all right. way. All right, well, listen, it's a nice to ask a question about politics other than COVID anyway. And thank you very much for joining us this morning, Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou MacDonald. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.